Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to take your business or your life to the next level. Please join me in welcoming Patty Handy today. And let me tell you about Patty. As a former financial advisor and mortgage advisor, she had countless conversations with women, specifically divorced, widowed, and single women who felt overwhelmed, embarrassed, and frustrated when it came to their finances, investing, and money. She is a certified life coach, a certified executive coach, and a published author of four books. With that said, soaring in solo as a divorced single mom has taught her the most. Today, we're going to talk about how financial coaching can help you. Please join me in welcoming Patty Handy. Hello. Thank you, Vicki. I appreciate being here. Looking forward to our conversation. Yes. Yeah, so uh, you hit all the nails, um, <laughs> all the <laughs> all the areas that where people are. There's stress in in that aspect of it where you are on your own and you don't understand, especially the divorced or the widowed, where the husband took care of everything in the past. Right. And, um, it, and it can be scary and overwhelming. I, I know whenever my uncle passed away, my aunt was never did anything in all the 55 years of marriage, did anything um, with the, the um, finances. And so she had to take a crash course. Definitely could have used somebody like you, but now she's investing and doing all kinds of things. Good for her. So in her eighties uh, now, she's involved. But so That's it gives fantastic. you hope if you're out there. <laughs> yes, that you yes. too can do it. So I always Absolutely. start with an easy question: Where do you call home? I live in uh, Valencia, California, which is just outside of Los Angeles and born and raised in California. So I got to love it. I don't love the earthquakes, but I love everything else. Yes. <laughs> and uh, oranges, Valencia oranges, is that? there? Yes, there, there are orange coat uh, groves in different areas outside. Yes. So why would you leave a great job that you had as this financial advisor and go out on your own? Yeah, I get that question a lot. Uh, it was a it was a, a, a great job. I enjoyed uh, what I did working with with uh, individuals and helping them with their money and whatnot. And what really drove me to uh, pivot into financial coaching is that I wasn't able to make the impact that I wanted to, um, specifically with this group of women that I want to work with. Um, 
because as a financial advisor, you can just have so many clients and then your your bandwidth is full. Mm-hmm. And I had so many conversations with Lydia, as you had mentioned, that were um, divorced or widowed and overwhelmed. They would come in in literally tears. There was yeah. a lot of embarrassment. There was a lot of just frustration. And, um, you know, financial advisors will typically address the mechanics of money and deal with tax strategies and, and managing the portfolio and all of that. But there's not as much in-depth conversation when it comes to the behavioral side and the compassionate well we're compassionate but it's not you know there's just so much time in a meeting that we can't go deep into those those conversations um and that is just you know thriving in this you know scary new environment that you're in and so the um you know the the the, the growth of this desire kind of grew over time and i and i'll have to share kind of a personal story when i went through my divorce many years ago i remember laying literally in a in a fetal position and i was just sobbing in tears thinking about the overwhelm that i was feeling and the grief my son was 18 months old at the time and i thought oh my gosh how am i going to do this with my baby and and i just you know all all the feels right and i had this very strange download i i call it a god wink where it was you're going to be okay financially because you understand how to manage your money and I wasn't really thinking about my money at the time or investing. It was just like, I was just so sad, you know, just the grief. And it was like the most random thought that came into my head. That's why I call it a God wink. And um, I think the, the seed was planted then that I knew I wanted to somehow do something with this experience over time. And over the years, you know, my son is now 27. So a lot of years have passed, um, but I have always, you know, tried to do something while I was still working full time and working with women. I would do like little workshops here and there, and I would do some speaking and just really enjoyed it. Um, but I got to the point in my life where I thought, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this pivot. And the fear of regret of not doing it was greater than the fear of this not working out. Um, so I decided to jump. And um, at the age of 62, I am making this big life change and I'm, I'm excited for it. Wow. And I see behind you, you have a thing that says risk uh, yes. <laughs> poster. And I think that's so appropriate for what you did. Yeah. For me, I, I guess I was about the same age whenever I retired at 60, did two years as a, uh, an appointed um region advisor for Toastmasters. So I was, I guess, 62 whenever I started my business as well. Good for you. You know what? There's nothing. It's an age. It's just a number, right? Yeah. We can do well, well, now I'm 65. So I'm, I'm living life well. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Congrats. So what are some common struggles that you see women um, and with women and money? I know one is mindset for a lot of us. Yes, it's the mindset and not really understanding that mindset and getting to the root of how to change that and how those limiting beliefs and how that relationship with our money affects our external world. Um, And the reality is that that is 95% of our external life is a result of our internal thinking and thoughts and beliefs. And that's in our subconscious. And that is, that's a, that's a whole nother conversation. That's a podcast in itself. Um, But, but some of the, 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 you know, the major things that I hear, as I mentioned, is just the, um, the fear and the overwhelm. So they don't do anything. And the money that just sits in cash um, is a mistake if it's not looked at entirely with their with their situation because um 
if you're sitting in cash, I mean, today, money market accounts, as of this recording, is in the mid fours, which is better than it's been in years. Right. But if it's sitting in a checking or savings account earning 1%, and you've got inflation at, you know, five, six, seven, eight percent um, which we're just coming out of some high inflationary numbers, you're, you're, you know, you're upside down, right? So you're losing money to inflation. So doing nothing can cost you. And so it's about starting to learn, starting to take those baby steps, celebrating your baby steps and just learning everything you can um, and then taking those proactive movements. Very true. So uh, if uh, it's very scary to start over regardless. Mm-hmm. But yes. what are some of the, um, what are the things that you recommend to, to women who, who need to, or are thinking of starting over? Yeah. So for those that are starting over, if you're recently divorced or you recently lost your spouse, um, the first and foremost thing I always recommend is, is really take the time for self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, this is a time where you are obviously grieving, you're vulnerable, you're in a place where you can't make a good decision, especially when it comes to your money. When you've got emotions that are running the gambit, um, you just don't make good decisions. And I can speak from experience on that, even though I was the one in my marriage who did the investing and the managing, and I knew better because of my state of mind in certain you know times after the divorce, I did things that were not in my best interest, and they were poor decisions. And we all make them in, over the course of our life, right? We we all learn from our our, our expensive lessons. Um, I gave myself grace, and you just sort of move on. You don't you know sit and and, and uh, just judge yourself and get angry and frustrated. You just you just move on. But the self care is really important, and I and I mean like not only physically but emotionally, mentally, spiritually, um, financially. When you come out of the fog, but um, take time for yourself. If you've got little ones, it's a little bit harder because you've got a lot of things happening. But you know we juggle everything. We're juggling the kids, possibly our parents. We're juggling the home and possibly a career, and you know going to the market and making dinner and just everything, right? If you've got littles and you've got, and you're running around doing sporting events and it's just, it's just, it's insanity sometimes. And there's very little time for us. So Mm -hmm. um, whether that's, you know, prayer, meditation, taking a walk, exercising, uh, getting out with friends, sitting on a beach bench or the beach or going to a park and sitting on a bench, sitting with some friends and just talking, um, whatever it is that feeds your soul, that is like one of the first things I always say. And then as you navigate and get, come out from underneath that fog of, of grief, um, I would definitely allow yourself some grace, as I mentioned earlier, allow yourself to uh, take that time to learn, um, you know, whether it's the financial side of things, find someone that you trust, someone that you that you like. Um, if you already are working with a financial advisor, they should know obviously what's happening in your world. If you aren't, then I would seek out somebody that you can resonate with and that can help you navigate this, you know, time. Um, you know, part of your part of your team is your CPA and your your attorneys, and they all have connections. So reach out to them and see if there's someone that you can, you know, that you know you can get help from. Um, and I would also say that if on the financial side. Um, if someone's trying to sell you a product, 
um, that you don't understand that doesn't make sense to you, or you feel like it's kind of okay, but not really because you don't really understand everything. Don't feel pressured to invest in anything that you aren't 100% aware of all the nuances, mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to like insurance and annuity type products. There's so many moving parts to those things that if you can't turn around and teach it to a fourth grader, then you don't understand <laughs> it well enough to, to, to buy it, right? Um, so just don't, don't feel pressured. Um, listen to your gut. We are very intuitive and, and we are very wise. Um, so listen to that little voice and, um, trust yourself. Awesome. So what are, um, whenever we talk about the managing their money, what are some mistakes that are commonly made? Um, well, I think that, um, because of the fear and because of just not knowing what to do, mm-hmm. um, like I mentioned earlier, they do nothing and they just don't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm not going to say, you know, head in the sand because their head is in there dealing with their grief. Um, but, but it is about um, taking some proactive steps forward. And as I said, you know, taking that, that step to learn, to gain that knowledge and, um, and understanding where you are today. So I, I made this um, post on social recently, and I said, if I were to blindfold you and then drop you in the middle of the country with no phone and no GPS and no map, and I took your blindfold off, I said, okay, I'll get home. The first question out of your mouth would be, where am I, right? I don't know how to get home if I don't know where I am. And part of that is, a, a, a metaphor for understanding where you are. So mm-hmm. one of the first thing is like, okay, where, where am I today? Where mm-hmm. assets, liabilities, what do I have coming in, in terms of money? What's going out in terms of money? What's my budget look like? Um, where am I? I need a snapshot, a good, a good um, understanding of where I am today so that I can then determine where I want to go by when, and then make a plan or a roadmap to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is like, getting down and dirty with everything you've got going on today, which means possible spreadsheets of, you know, debts and uh, again, assets and all all your accounts. And um, if you've gone through a divorce, you probably have most of that because all that has to be disclosed with going through a divorce. But if you have, you know, loss of a spouse suddenly, um, a lot of that's all over the place, right? It isn't Mm -hmm. organized necessarily. So get that organized and get a good understanding of where you are today. So what do you see women um, fearing the most? And I think you kind of answered that, but, um, you know, as they're moving through this, maybe they got all those things organized, but what do you think that as they move into that next step, and it it has to be, I guess, small steps that you take to get to where you're going to eventually get to, but what, what do you see, um, women truly fearing as they go through this process. Yeah, um, and it is baby steps for sure. And I I wanted to say celebrate every step you take because even if it's a small one, you need to applaud yourself and celebrate that. Um, some of the most common things is I, I, I hear is, um, you know, I'm now alone and I have one source of income and, you know, half of my social security, because I don't have my spouses anymore, right? I have half of my, or not my, but you know, what was our pension or our assets together. So it's, am I going to run out of money? Is this, is this enough? If it, it, Is this enough for me by myself 
to now move forward being alone? Um, and will, will I be okay? Will I be okay and not need to be a burden to my kids? I hear that a lot. I don't want to be a burden to my, to my kids. And um, so there's that fear of the unknown and that uncertainty of, okay, now that I'm by myself and I'm navigating all this, I don't really know if this is going to be enough. And it's understanding that that's that, that, that place. <laughs> it was funny. A, a funny thought just went through my head, you know, um, well, I, I've fed them, took care of them to everything all their life, <laughs> Payback. They, you know, and, and if it's only going to be five or 10 years that I'm around, maybe they should take care. Just yeah. just <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and, and I, I have seen some situations where the kids were like, oh my gosh, I absolutely want to take care of you. And I want you to come live with me. And we have a separate you know, spot from, you know, the mother-in-law suite or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, and that very well might be the case. I think that most, most parents um, just feel like that isn't the, the best case scenario, but socially it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. You know, grandma gets to be hanging out with grandkids and, and the kids and what a great way to go through life, right. To be surrounded by loved ones and not be sitting by yourself in your house. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I hear you there. <laughs> so <clears throat> You talked a little bit about the littles. So how did you navigate divorce and having a toddler around? Yeah, it was difficult. It was not a linear, uh, you know, path at, by any stretch. It was, a, you know, two steps forward, three steps back, one step forward, you know, one step back, five steps forward, two steps back. I mean, it was just this jagged sort of journey. And, but, but the, you know, the, the progression, if you will, was always up and it was positive. Mm -hmm. um, but there were some points where it was like, oh my gosh, can I really do this? And, you know, because he was my why, he was the leverage, he was my my everything. And um, I actually, uh, side note, I, um, my, my ex-husband and I, we had a hard time getting pregnant. We were five years trying and we finally got pregnant by in vitro. And so he was my miracle baby. And um, I actually quit my job and and wanted to, I was at home with him when I, I went through my divorce. So at the time I was unemployed. I was in corporate banking before that. I thought, I don't want to go back to nine to five and be away from him. And after the divorce, I thought he lost his daddy full time. He's not going to lose his mama for time, full time. So I just, I it was just that leverage that made me just keep going. And um, I have a lovely surrounding, you know, friendships, wonderful family that was very supportive and loving. Um, and I leaned on them a lot. My sisters heard an earful of, of tears, you know, over the course of years. Um, so that was definitely a, a big part of it. Um, and it was just one day at a time. Sometimes I just, I tried to, you know, think too far in the future and try to figure everything out and have everything under my control. And that is when I, I, I seemed worse, you know, when I, when I sort of surrendered and I sort of, um, just took a breath and I thought, okay, I'm just going to focus on what I can do today. Yes, I've got to look at the long-term plan, but I'm not going to figure out all the hows and the whens and the who's. I'm just going to, let's just take care of today. Mm -hmm. And it allowed me to be more present. And I wasn't always great at that, but um, when I kept that in my mind, I, I, I did, I did better, but uh, again, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. You know, yeah. there was lots of, um, Lots of moving parts to that, and it took a long time to heal. Um, and and it's just, uh, I, it, it's it's not an easy path, but 
lean on those that uh, that you know that you love and that, that love you and and let them let them help you yeah and you you also besides having to survive day to day you also with a toddler are thinking okay i have to put this kid through college right and and just just raising him through um i mean i the college is definitely one but you know he was in martial arts and you know oh, different right. sporting activities and so all those years of all these other cash flows out on different things um and and I wanted to be with him full time. I wanted to be with him all the time. And I am very blessed. I look back and I was very, very grateful. And I am grateful and blessed that I was able to uh, take him to school and pick him up every day. I was mm -hmm. the one that took him to every martial art practice. I was the one we went and did little hikes and, and, and we, I, I was a full-time mom, which was amazing. And I um, am so grateful for that. I really know what a unique situation that was in. And that's when I got into the mortgage business as a mortgage advisor, I was able to work at home and I worked um, in the office when he was in school as he got older, but I got to work at home and my schedule was somewhat flexible. So it allowed me to do some of those things, uh, you know, and not be in this nine to five, you know, role. I just refused to do that. And I think once, once you set that intention of, look, I am not going to do this and you have that strong enough will and desire, yeah. you figure out a way you just, right. you figure out a way. Absolutely. So yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's time for us to do a um, couple rapid fire questions. What else besides investing should a woman focus on to um, make the most of their money? Um, education, really, just really ed education, I think. Uh, and that's what kind of prompted me to, to do the coaching because it's really part financial educator and part life coaching. Mm -hmm. um, but it really is just empower yourself with knowledge and, mm -hmm. and don't, don't just take the knowledge, but you know, you always hear knowledge is power. Well, it's only power if you take action on it. So yeah. if you take that, take that, that knowledge and you do something with it, um, that's going to be really empowering and that's going to be life-changing and that helps with the confidence. And eventually that'll bring you that peace of mind. And those sleepless nights will be, you know, a thing of the past. <laughs> That's exactly why I do this, you know, why I started this, because I thought, you know, there are so many people that struggle and they, sometimes they're afraid to even ask for help. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, if you could just put it out there in front of their face and, you know, oh, wait, what's Vicky talking about today? Oh, geez, I could use that. I that's great. You know, and that's, yeah. you know, that's the whole point of me trying to do this. Good so there's um, a lot of noise online. Um, mm -hmm. how do we filter out the crap and just focus on what will help us? Yeah, there is a lot of noise online. And the problem is we don't know what's right and what's wrong. Um, yeah. when there's a lot of good information online and there's a lot of things that are just going to confuse you, it can be overwhelming. If you Google, you know, how to invest my money or whatever you're trying to do, you're going to get a gazillion you know, yeah. results. And it's like, oh my gosh, where do I even start? So my recommendation is again, find somebody that you trust and find someone that you can learn from and follow them on social, follow mm -hmm. them on their, um, you know, on their website, if they have a blog or newsletter, join their newsletter and just start to, you know, hear what they're saying and learn and learn from them and absorb them. And then once you, you know, you have that feeling of, okay, now I want to talk to this person, then hopefully they have an opportunity to, you know, have a call with you and um 
that's where I encourage people to have a discovery call with me, but it is definitely about um, finding someone that you know and you trust. And that's yeah. going to be by someone that you already know and trust. Ask them for who they use. And I think that's you know uh, important if you go back to what you said earlier, that your, uh, your emotions are high. Mm. And so having somebody that you are okay crying in front of, mm. screaming about things, you know, I think that's important, that trust factor um, and knowing that, that they don't need to be embarrassed by uh, saying this is where I am today and this is where I want to go and how can you help me get there yeah 100 percent that that uh that trust factor allows for that vulnerability to be safe you want to be in a safe place where you know that you can drop your walls and just you know let that love in let the you know the bright light in, uh, I think whatever. And I, 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 I get often asked what's the difference between a life coach and a therapist. And I, I, I heard this recently and it was brilliant. A therapist is an archeologist and a life coach is a architect. And I thought that's a perfect description because, um, you know, although I've been through a divorce and I understand and I completely resonate and I can, you know, empathize with, with that, that journey, um, my work isn't about the past. My work yeah. is about taking what you, where you are today and kicking ass, you know, mm. moving forward. That's, that's yeah. what my, you're really you know. designing and building. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. It's time for us to share my screen. So for those that are just listening in, as I always remind you, you should have had a pencil and paper from the beginning, but if you did not go ahead and get that right now. So those of you that are listening, you want to go uh, write down https colon forward slash forward slash www.pattyhandyhandy.com, pattyhandy.com. She's on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram using her name. We love it when you do that. So Patty Handy is what you would search for. And I'm going to let Patty talk to you about what you can find when you go to mindinghermoney.com. Go ahead, Patty. Yes, mindinghermoney.com. You download a roadmap, which is the nine steps you should be looking at taking when you are sort of starting over and you want to get back on, on track with life. And it's uh, the nine steps within my Minding Her Money program. So it's a roadmap that you download and you watch a short video. Um, and if you desire, there's an opportunity to book a call with me and we can have a conversation and see um, see where you're at with things. Awesome. So if you haven't got a screenshot, go ahead and do that right now. Again, those that are just listening, it's um, pattyhandy.com and also mindinghermoney.com, mindinghermoney.com. Patty, it was awesome talking with you. You gave such great advice and I look forward to uh, checking up with you some on some of those further, more in-depth conversations about money and um, maybe talking a little bit more about the roadmap on the next podcast. Uh, so as always, thank you for being an awesome guest. Thank you, Vicki. I appreciate you having me here. And I remind everyone that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. 
Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.